think I smell a rat Oh, I think I smell a rat Oh, it's the anti-article show, the fake news, fake news. Uh, a show for April 8th, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Oh, this is the episode 159, one closer to 160. Uh, is a week four into the work from home, house, quarantine, house arrest, whatever the hell you want to call it. Man, it's it, it looks pretty bleak tomorrow. No, it doesn't. It, the weather is getting nicer. Hopefully, the nice weather is going to kill the fucking virus. You know, I, there's some people out there struggling, you know, just staying indoors. But just remember that you're doing the good for the society. This is a blip on the radar over the lifetime and whatnot. Just... Just you're not putting other people at risk, okay? You're not dropping the droplets everywhere. Possibly picking up the droplets that you don't know then on some surface on the cardboard or some shit, you know, and then touch your face and all that. So you're not exposing yourself. Like this is not a just a flu. It's just a flu. No, it's not. No, it's not. So you know, for the sake of the humanity and rest of the people, it's just stay indoors, okay? And I understand some people like really struggling right now. Uh, I'm not talking about the workers and all that. I mean, I cannot imagine the goddamn pressure than the work environment. I it, it, my words won't do justice. Not, not too many words will do justice. So uh, thank you for your service out there. Uh, you're doing the you're doing the miracle work. And I know some hospitals here in Michigan, uh, people walked off the job and shit is like like the N95 masks are not good anymore. They keep reusing it. They can smell shit through it. Or, you know, the one big problem here in Michigan is like, hey, about 2,000 people, I mean, like about 2,000 people are the health, the hospital and then the medical facility workers are exposed to the COVID-19 virus. And everyone's like, this is an unsafe working environment. And then Trump is like, I gave you the mask. I gave you the ventilators. What are you bitching about? You know, all that shit that's been going on. You know, forgetting the fact that some of the masks from the stockpile that went to like places like oh i don't know alabama five thousand out of a 580 of the uh 500 and no five thousand out of the 5800 so the 800 clean ones and rest of them are molded and shit i got can't we use this shit what the fuck you know they're in the wet fucking national stockpile or something did you get rainwater in it what the fuck you know that kind of shit's been going on but obviously you know the administration and the president have such a low bar. They always start the statements like, if I didn't do anything, we will be at a millions of level. You know, which is basically, if I didn't eat the last three days, I would have been dead. You know, I was like, yeah, anyway, so I'm not going to go into that again. But, you know, and there are a lot of some, he's clearly losing it day by day. And then I just enjoy Watching his, you know, at the barb and then daily fight, daily fighting vibe that he has going with the media, except for the OANN, the One American News Network, and John Oliver finally covered that thing, and I was just like, oh shit, all right, somebody actually covered this shit. And then I remember the half Korean girl. I keep calling her a half Korean chick, and I just go Chanel Rion or Ryan or some shit, and I just go, what the fuck? What is this bitch doing here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and why why is she sucking up to Trump so much and blah 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 and then I go they don't look like they're from middle America the traditional Trump thing are they from San Diego or some shit cause you know San Diego has its sect of the weird conservative Americans you know um, and yeah it turns out OANN is uh, OANN 
is actually from San Diego area. So I just go, why am I not surprised? You know. So, anyways, uh, I'm not gonna go deeper into that. I'm not gonna John Oliver a John Oliver piece. So, uh, with that said, you know, I I'm just glad that, you know, I'm I'm still in good health as you're listening right now. Who knows? I was at a tire shop yesterday. <laughs> and people wearing bandanas and shit. I made sure that I didn't touch my face. I didn't touch my eyes. I didn't touch my ear holes. I didn't touch my asshole. I didn't do any of that. So I think I am fine. I had to get the winter tires off because as the weather is getting super warm, and then by the time we get to like 60 degrees, 70 degrees, you know, who knows how long the stay home order is going to go. They're saying through the end of this month, the April, but I realistically said I give myself 60 to 90 days. What if really this thing goes to June or to the July, the 4th of July week or some shit, right? Then my tires are fucking hose, and then who knows if the situation get even worse than the wherever we're at. You know, right now, and then Michigan, I believe, is still number three behind uh, New York, New Jersey, and it's Michigan. It passed uh, California, and again, nobody gives a shit about this state. <laughs> so I'm like, Wait, are you surprised? Uh, Louisiana and Georgia, it's just good. No, no one gives a shit over here, okay? No one gives a shit about Midwest, you know? And then the big question now coming up is like, oh, why are African Americans more exposed to the virus and all that stuff? You know, this is a big problem in urban areas, even in Milwaukee, Chicago, Georgia, Florida, Louisiana. I just go, why do you think? Why do you think it's happening? Huh? I mean, people are doing these studies with the cell phone data as to, you know, there's an inequity in stay home order. Yes, exactly. You know, I this is just proving, exposing the very problem that people are saying for a long, long time, which is, A, there's greater income inequality which means there's a greater discrepancy in being able to stay home, you know? Like, like I am fortunate enough to be in the white-collar position making decent money that I can just stay home and then continue working, despite the deferred pay that I talked about last week. Majority of the people in the urban areas working in blue-collar jobs and then the involves day-to-day paycheck, they cannot stay home, man. I, 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 they just can't. And even in San Francisco, we're seeing this shit, you know, or even not, the other sets of mobile data, which was surprising, which I read that more and more poor neighborhoods and folks are using mobile LTE and 4G data more than the broadband Internet that's in your home with a router and shit because, you know, the infrastructure is not there in the good neighborhoods. I have a gigabit Internet, thankfully, from AT&T. But majority of America, I know they don't. I know Google Fiber tried to help with that, but no. And then uh, are these telecommunication companies and internet service providers, the money they took from FCC from 99, 2000, did they make make up for that? No, nah, they didn't. You know, they're just hoarding all these fucking money and then just holding everybody fucking hostage. 5G spreading the virus. I can't believe that fucking rumor from China, Wuhan, because Wuhan was a first trial city for the 5G, although the definition of 5G in China is different from... Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. Go listen to my AT&T episode, why 5G itself is a fucking mess to begin with. But UK started picking up on that fucking rumor. MIA, the fucking rapper who gave a middle finger at the Super Bowl that one time when Madonna was playing, she's like, I don't know, these people digging this fiber optically, whatever, outside her home, and then why are they installing 5G? When everybody's inside, they start installing 5G. 
Wuhan is a place where they first tested 5G. Woody Harrelson started sharing this shit until he removed it. And I just go, all right, someone explain to me once again. Explain to me to the greater detail how the quadrature amplitude modulation that's being used, which, which is another advanced version of AM-FM that is used in our cellular communications, how, how that is causing a cellular molecular level virus to spread that's caused that are found in the droplets. Explain that to me, please. Explain that to me. Anyways, I'm not going to go into that because it's so fucking stupid. You know? People want a quick answer. People want a quick scapegoat. And I keep saying this. It might be a very singular thing, like a bat or something, but it's going to take years to find this shit out. Did China suppress this shit like Michael Burry said? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, they probably underhanded it. You know, downplaying the impact and then, you know, the number of cases they have too, probably. But it's no different from undercounting. Am I apologizing for the on behalf of the Communist Party of China? No, fuck no. Not even close. Not even close. I would hold them even more accountable, you know. For letting this shit out so fast and then not listening to the doctor and all that. I just, it, it, there, there's some questions there. You cannot, uh, like, have an authenticity of all these videos coming out of Hubei and Wuhan and all. Otherwise, they all sound like a propaganda piece from Epoch Times or some shit. No one would validate it. No one would dare to say, were there these protests? Were there this, was there this panic? And then you hear stuff like, oh, you, you just can't trust it. I just go, oh, that itself with the isolation and just sheltering yourself to the world is a greater problem. Now, speaking of Michael Burry, BK, why'd you bring his name up? And then why'd you snort so fucking loud in the beginning of this thing? Uh, as I sip the water here and so that my mouth doesn't dry. So Michael Burry, uh, I think I brought his name up. Uh, <laughs> when was it the last time? It sounded pretty recent, but I don't remember because every day... Seems the same, except for the weekend. So Michael Burry is famous from the Big Short, if you, uh, the movie Big Short. You know the Christian Bale character who played. He's a medical doctor who was super famous investor for betting against the mortgage securities before the 2008 financial crisis. I'm reading off of the Bloomberg intro article here. Then I'm gonna read the snippets off to you. So he has, he has recently come out, I think last September or so, and argued that the passive investing through the ETFs and index fund and all those it seems like a bubble. That's how most people read with it in the headlines, although he didn't explicitly say it's a bubble like that's going to burst. And, and he said he stopped investing in water. If you saw the big short, you know, like, what is Michael Burry investing now after betting against all the mortgage-backed securities? Uh, water. And then he said, nah, I gave up on water. And then he went to, like, mid to uh, small-cap Japanese stocks, you know, that kind of stuff. I go, what the fuck? And so, yeah, he just goes, um, the mid and small-cap stocks, you know, because everybody invests in the index, S&P 500 or some shit, the 500 largest growth cap companies and all uh, no one really sees a true value in the small and mid-cap companies so go there and then i said yeah i always wonder what if everybody just index invested and then i just go well my argument against the index fund for taking an active investment to it i said why am i 
what if I were to take an active control for if I were to take an active control, I think I can do better than an eight percent average. And I did the recent calculation, barring the disaster this year that's still ongoing financially <laughs> on the portfolio. I said, ah, I think I beat it. But I was pretty active with it because I'm like on a I'm, I read way too much shit and then I know I get kind of panicky, so I sold my stuff and then you know, but so I follow shit, so I have time to kind of recalibrate and all that in a pretty frequent basis to take more active approach to my investing, which is I said, well, indexing is great, so I do that with the you know the money that I won't touch, like the 401k, but day to day, the not tax advantage account that I have, which I have it in place in place of a savings account because the interest rates are dog shit garbage uh, since 2008. So I just go, I'm going to go find my own savings. You know, like savings account is like 0.05%. And I'm like, at least I'm going to do 5% off of this and pay off the mortgage faster, right? You know, way the market's growing. I just go, why, why, how? Anyways, so... I just go, I go individual stock picking and I, you know, learned my lessons and I reviewed my positions and my closing of the positions over the last four years or exactly four years, actually. I just go, yeah, at the beginning, I just go, well, I, I did, I did fine, but I just, I could have done better. But then I just go, oh, what if, what if that's like, that's like harping on your ex's best scenario. I just go, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. You know, if I weren't the, the philosophy that I kind of started taking was, look, if I weren't going to buy more position at the time I sold it and you haven't lost money, if I and I haven't lost money, then I'm fine. Just that is a stoic view of it. But anyways, I don't want to go deeper into that. I can talk about that some other time. I want to talk about Michael Burry over here. Dr. Burry, he's the MD guy, right? So he was he's never a public figure. He rarely gives any interviews, So that, which is why when he came back last September talking about the bubble of the passive investing and where where he's thinking it's going uh it became a hot topic and then because he got famous off of the big short so he started going off on a twitter storm uh the last couple of days or so april 2020 and everyone thought it was a fake account for a little bit because there are a lot of fake accounts out there obviously you know how many christian bale accounts are there Oh, no, it's actually Christian Bale fan official. So that's why it doesn't have a check mark. So he gave a few official media out, you know, clarifications and answers on top of his tweets that look fake because there's so many fake Michael Burry's out there. So I'm going to read you a few pieces. Um, and I'm going to tell you why I when I first read it, I was kind of repulsed by it. I just go, how ignorant can you be? Like, I know you're I know he's a smart guy and all, and I know where he was coming from. I just go, I thought it was just soulless when it was kind of talking. But then I thought about it and read it a few times more. I just go, I understand where he's coming from, but I don't think it is the reality of America he's thinking of. So I'm going to read you a few tweets. Um, that I'm going to read the Bloomberg and the BNN Bloomberg, the Canada site. I'm going to read here. Uh, it. If COVID-19 testing were universal, the fatality rate would be less than 0.2%. There, this is no justification for sweeping government policies lacking 
any and all nuance that destroyed the lives, jobs, and businesses of the other 99.8%. He said this March 23rd. And he's taken on medical policymakers in tweets regarding illness itself, saying the coronavirus uh, infection can be managed through common sense measures like increased hand washing and broader testing without forcing everyone to stay home. So, long story short, he's against the government, uh, the major many of the state governments forcing stay-at-home shelter-in-place orders, shutting down, you know, workplaces that stopped the entire economy. Um, and then also the chloroquine, azithromycin, azithromycin, which is antibiotic, and then hydrochloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, which is a hot topic. All these malaria drugs and stuff, which are still under test. He he says they need to be. So he's got his prudent plan. I'm just gonna read you. Uh, prudent plan number one: standardize on chloroquine and azithromycin cheap and available he didn't mention hydroxychloroquine number two sick and elderly voluntarily shelter in place number three americans lead their normal lives with extra hand washing and special care if around elderly saving the economy means life not murder hashtag covid19 uh and then he gave some statements to bloomberg and bnn uh, how did the pandemic happen? This is a new form of coronavirus, because coronavirus has happened around, that emanated emanated from a country, China, that unfortunately covered it up. This was the original sin. It transmits very easily, and within the first month, it was likely all over the world. Yes, I agree. Uh, very poor testing infrastructure created an information vacuum as cases ramped. Ventilator shortages were projected. Politicians panicked and media filled the space with their own ignorance and greed. It was a toxic mix that led to the shutdown of the U.S. and hence much of the world economy. In hindsight, each each country should have immediately ramped up the rapid field testing of at-risk groups. But as I understand it, the CDC was tasked with some of this and botched it. And other departments were no better. The bureaucracy failed in good number of of other countries, turf wars and incompetence has ruled the day. So the political cover for that failure on the part of technocrats and politicians is a very harsh stay-at-home policy. Uh, yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sound biased, but I'm not because this is true. Korea didn't have a stay-at-home order. Korea had a rapid ramp up of testing and everything. Okay, Korea didn't have you know Samsung, Kia, Hyundai. Don't go to work. We didn't have like they didn't have that at all. People just figured it out on their own. But then again, that country went through the shit with MERS. So they've been through it. How many countries went through that? China with SARS. Ebola in Africa, but Africa's Africa. With the constant changing of governments and conflicts, they're still going through, right? How many do we have with America? None. And then it's a big fucking country. And it's a democracy, right? So I understand where he's coming from. In the ideal world, like in Korea and Asian countries where the culture is different and people treat these things differently, yeah, this is manageable. And then he praised Japan and Singapore and all those later. And then, I mean, that's really the culture also, right? In Japan, their numbers started going up. Again, is a bit of a second wave. 
you know, oh, they, they, they he. He, Japan didn't want to shut down and all that, and you know there's a bit of a criticism on Japan for the initial handling of this, which I am very harsh on also. But and then I think Michael, Doctor Burry over here, he clarified that look, this is this is hurting the people, this is hurting the economy, unconscionable. Let's put the last Thursday's horrific jobless claims in perspective. This is not the virus. This is a response. This is a response to the virus killing the U.S. and global economy with all accompanying human tragedy. Uh, Burry tweeted it in reaction of the rapidly rising unemployment picture. Uh, and then he put the picture of the unemployment numbers, which is in millions, which we have not seen before. 50 million mortgage defaults, an unemployment rate, exceeding 10%, social unrest that can be expected as it passes 20%. Unthinkable in America. Just two months ago, the economy was great. A virus shows up that kills less than 0.2% and the government does this? And then he links to the uh, Bloomberg article and the mortgage default, obviously, that dwarfs the 2008 numbers. COVID, like all coronaviruses, will not easily engender the durable herd immunity, and vaccine will prove elusive. We must learn to live with it, which means universal treatment with all available drugs and no hysteria, i.e. no lockdown. And then he references the summit news, and I just go, oh, God, the summit news. And then I have, like, zero hedge and all these, like, you know, libertarian, whatever thinking people would have a field day with this thing. Uh, and then actually he commented later he's you know all these views are laid out over the last week he said I will not comment on the view of some of healthcare workers he told the Bloomberg BNN Bloomberg uh, and then what did he say uh, plus ça change plus c'est la même chose hammer meet nail uh, at the Federal Reserve so <laughs> So I just go, yeah, the Fed balance sheet just ballooned. Once again, just printing money. I just go, yeah, I I figured this would happen. And, oh, and then, so what does he think about the stay-home order and everything? I would lift stay-home order except for known risk groups. We already know certain conditions that are predictive of severe disease, especially since young, healthy lungs tend to be resistant i would let the virus circulate in the population that is not likely to get severe disease from it this is the only path that comes close to balancing the needs of all groups vaccines are not coming anytime soon so natural immunity is the only way to find out for now i thought that's a point of the antibody uh every day every week in current situation is running innumerable lives in criminally unjust manner when it comes to vaccines coronaviruses are not known for imparting enduring immunity and this will be one big challenge. It seems the genetic code is relatively conserved, and this will help the development of the vaccine. But we're still looking at the end of the year. In the meantime, the world is an innovative place, and I expect many effective treatments, both new and repurposed, shortly. The question then will be regulation, expense, and availability. Medically, the new journal will be the the new normal will be the old normal. As long as innovation continues, medicine will conquer everything in our way. Um, I I scientifically, objectively, yes, I agree. However, the reality is, when he says risk groups and everything, you're still if you really want to group the people that are possibly at risk and say stay home, 
and then let the good people who are functioning and working in the society to continue. That's a very small number because this comes back to the argument of Americans are not healthy in general. And he's talking about America for sure with the American economy halting that halted the world economy. Midwest, New York, San Francisco, all that, sure. Okay, fine, coastal people. Midwest, like here in Detroit, Louisiana, Kentucky, Ohio, Carolinas. People are not healthy. So a lot of the people here are at risk already, which means that's the majority of the economy and working for the able-bodied workforce to begin with. So to me, this is unrealistic. Scientifically, I agree. Like, I could go still work. I can go do extra head washing and shit. And then, yeah, and then be like Asia, wear masks and wear gloves and do temperature check. Although that's meaningless for asymptomatic people, right? I mean, yeah, I'll donate my antibody (laughs) or some shit. But that's not the majority of the people here. That's not the majority of the cases in the heartland America, unfortunately. He's right, but this is... This is still a very small number. And I just go, if you take, take that small number of people, and then you're putting people who think they're not the, the risk at-risk people that continue to get sick, which is a problem that I think is in the African-American population, like here in Detroit. They think they're fine, and then they just go like, oh, fuck, actually, I did have an underlying condition. And how do they know they have an underlying condition? They, we, the healthcare is garbage. You know, people don't go to doctors. Unless you're, like, retiring and super sick already. People eat, like, shit in this country already. You know? And I just go... It, like, it can't just... This is... This is... This is a man in a high apartment in New York talking. We're not China. We're not Korea. We're not Singapore, man. This is America. I... You... People need to kind of get out of the bubble. Even if, even if everybody executed objectively as Dr. Burry thinks, it's going to be a very small number of people who are going to be able to continue, maintain, and continue this economy. I don't buy that it will even maintain half of the productivity. And then we're, we're staying sort of productive in IT space and technology level, working remote. It's just the rest of it, manufacturing and other supply chain related activities that it actually it requires bodies that's they're mostly done by people who are already a risk group in my opinion so i'm sorry like if this it's 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 very hard to just say go out and work and let the body get used to it yes that's why that's why it needs to be selected um Japan's response. I believe Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is trying his best to manage through the situation without shuttering the economy. He sees what it has done to U.S. and would rather not force a shut-in, but instead asks for common sense. Japan has certain features, such as largely lawful and well-educated society. That makes this more possible, as do Taiwan, Singapore, Korea. Ah, uh, yeah. So, getting back to normal, I, we're not these countries. America is not, unfortunately. Business recovery. Economically speaking, we have to realize a policy-driven demand shock will be resolved by 2021. But Japan and U.S. are putting more than 20% of the GDP into the new fiscal stimulus, and easy money will be the rule. Those things will bring back stock and debt markets back. Countries, countries will, look to, will also look to bring supply chains home, and many employees will need 
retraining with a higher cost. When we start working and playing again, inflation may be in store. The other big point is that consumers have learned new behaviors, which will drive the business churn. And yeah, I I am completely with him on this business recovery. And U.S. dollar is a big game now. Apparently, that's another conspiracy theory going on. Oh my God, everyone's hoarding U.S. dollars in all around the world because you know, world goes with the U.S. dollars. Was this a conspiracy from America? You know, just to crash every single oil, gold, bond. You know, Bitcoin and everything. Just have U.S. money all around. All right, let's stop with that conspiracy. And then the fact that they're print, they're ready to print all this money. Is this going to be inflationary? I don't fucking know. That's a good question. The logic and then the traditional thinking would say just printing money would inflate whatever. But you know, with rest of, with the rest of. You know, living standard, living costs, the wage not going up at all, the $1,200, $3,000 bailout bullshit that came out at a really archaic number, minimum wage that they gave. It just, no, it's just not going to work, in my opinion. It's, this still doesn't answer to people. So I'm with Dr. Burry here when it comes to him thinking for the people. And then, yeah, I'm with him. All this globalization and supply chain problem, a lot of it is in China. And, you know, compared to SARS, I think SARS, during SARS, it was like 8% or something in the single digits of the supply chain. And then the reliance on manufacturing in China to do the work. Now it's 37% 15 years later, 17 years later, which is why the impact is even higher. And then, you know, I think my friend asked me, hey, BK, where was this phone made? Where was this thing made? Where was iPhone made? China, China, China or Vietnam. But I'm not going to talk about Vietnam right now. That's another topic. Uh, China and then all the parts in there are made in China and I just go yeah that's a reality of it and then like you said if you bring all that supply chain back you know to do the Donald Trump thing we're gonna make cars in America with all the parts in America yeah that means it's gonna be expensive because it's not gonna be a dollar fifty an hour anymore you know even if you do the god awful minimum wage of seven dollars and fifty cents you know, that's still six times whatever you're paying in China or Vietnam or Bangladesh or wherever. So, yeah, and then it's going to go up and then retraining American uh, fat fingers to do the very delicate work. <laughs> that's going to take time also. So he's absolutely right. So because of that, oh, fuck, inflation's in order that way for other countries, not just there. Germany, England, UK. Hey, they Brexited. So they're going to do everything UK, right? You know, they don't have a trade deal in place except the grace period that they're fucking doing. And then more and more people realize that, oh, I guess we don't need to go to office to do this. We don't need to do some of these things. Oh, maybe we don't need this like actual shit to do, which means drive businesses churn. So what does it mean? Do we need more office space? Does that mean we need more remodeling people? You know, what, what's the meaning of a working life? We need more service people. We need more daycare personally. What, what, what's the focus now? You know? It, those questions will come. And then that's why this virus is absolutely incredible. If you think about it as to what lies ahead. It just, it just unthink, unthinkably, ridiculously eye-opening experience. But yeah, I agree with the recovery. Japan's response, I think he's way too easy on Japan. Is it because you're Korean BK, you're just hating on Japan? Uh, maybe a little bit. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm being facetious. Jesus Christ. But you know, so I, I, I was. I'm not as outraged at Dr. Burry like I was. You know, when I first read this, and I just go, "This guy is just. This guy's. This guy is fucking being libertarian, batshit crazy." You know, but I and then people going, Mike Burry is a Warren Buffett for the millennials, Blah. all that stuff. I just go, yeah. If you're if you're just following investment because Warren or Carl Icahn or what Doctor Burry's doing or Bill Ekman or some shit, you need to. You're not doing your investment of justice. Now speaking of Ekman, uh, I I'm actually with him. Uh, I know Bill Ekman. The rich investor who first came out uh, mid-March or so, the Perishing Square Capital Management, the hedge fund, and then he made a lot of money. He's a very, very rich man. Uh, he came on the CNBC, uh, getting, giving an impassioned speech about you know how the president needs to, you know, get the act together and then put the money in, and then he had the COVID nineteen hedge. It was a great. He, he recommended a 30-day shutdown on March 17th around the St. Paddy's Day, it's like they, which is a Denmark way of doing it. Just shut down the economy for a month, let this virus die, then come back. This virus is serious. And then, <laughs> and then it just go, all right. And it, it just, and people are outraged about, hey, like you fucking made money off of this after you bought Hilton. And then you said Hilton's going to go $0. You came in at $45 or whatever, some shit. But I, I, I just go hammer in distance. I, I don't think that's a bad strategy either. Why do you have to do stay home, man? Why do we need social distancing? Because you're dropping droplets and you're picking up droplets and then you're giving droplets to other fucking people. If you shut up and stay away and do nothing for at least two weeks, not even a month, for what we know from this virus, it, from the exceptions of the fucking Carnival Cruise and all that, the Princess Cruise, where the virus stayed even after the people left for 17 days, I just go, that's a Petri dish exception by itself. If you if we don't have these droplets going everywhere, if you don't have these droplets, and you pick up droplets and shit like people are doing in many places right now, maybe this thing would have really died out in four weeks, and then we come back? And then it will be okay. And then we do the Dr. Burry way of doing things, you know. Let the bodies get used to it. Or, I don't know, spread it even more. But, yeah, so for that, I go, I don't think 30-day shutdown is a bad idea. I would rather have a blip of a shutdown and go away and then come back safely and recover as fast as possible instead of drudging along and then, oh, fuck, I can't go to the office either. None of us can fucking work. And then drag it on, drag it on, drag it on. Oh, we got to close that country. Oh, we got to close that border. Oh, we can't fly over there now. Be drudgingly dragging along through the fucking mud. And then, because even if America comes back, say, in the next two months, I go, Mexico's next. Sub-Saharan African countries are next. Australia is next. Brazil is next. I just go, Southern Hemisphere is fucking next. Ah, Fuck, and then we're back in the winter again, which is a second wave of the later this year people are worried about, we talked about, right? So, to me, I just go, kill it now, minimize it now, then come back. So that's why I wasn't so against Ackman's idea. Granted, he made money, and then he t- tried to defend his hedge and all that. You know, I just go, oh, whatever, whatever. 
I just go, you, you, if that was an act, that was a brilliant act. That was better than, that's better than Ric Flair crying at his retirement, which was legit. Okay? So, anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Wow, I went 35 minutes talking about this situation with the investors. You know, dropping comments. You know, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm okay, I think. But all these people, you know, trying to bring everybody back to work. And I just go, I don't think that's possible. Even if they say come back tomorrow, I'd be like, I'd be very cautious. I'm like, I know I'm going to be fine. I know I'm going to wash my hands and shit. I'm going to have my extra hand sanitizer, extra, you know, sanitary wipes. I don't trust the rest of these people. (laughs) I don't trust the office. I don't see people cleaning the streets down like they do in fucking Asia. You know, it's like, it's like America, man, America. America's not Japan. So you cannot have Americans do Japanese, Korean things, Chinese things. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe in the A show on the Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, all that junk. Yada, 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 yada. Email is a.show.com. Email is a.show.com. And then uh, we'll check back next week. Have a great Easter weekend. And then uh, may the God be with you. And I'm not even Christian. All right.